New Vision is a church that places high value on Scripture. The Bible is made up of 66 books, and in this next portion, we're going to be going through a few of those books as a church family. We hope this tool encourages you and equips you to lead your life well. Thank you for joining us today. Hey guys, uh, thanks again for uh, tuning in to our daily podcast. Uh, each day uh, we're reading uh, from Proverbs, that great book on wisdom that really, really like all scripture, has, has stood the test of time. Now, maybe not always the language or symbolism that we would use today, like a wife's quarreling is like dripping or rain. Uh, that kind of stuff will get you in trouble today, but, but we do get the point, don't we? Well, my name is Ray Moss. I'm one of the pastors at New Vision. And again, today's reading is from Proverbs 19, and I'm going to be reading from the NIV version today. Better a poor man whose walk is blameless than a fool whose lips are perverse. It's not good to have zeal without knowledge, nor to be hasty and miss the way. A man's own folly ruins his life, yet his heart rages against the Lord. Wealth brings many friends, but a poor man, a poor man's friend deserts him. A false witness will not go unpunished, and he who pours out lies will not go free. Many curry favor with a ruler, and everyone is the friend of a man who gives gifts. A poor man is shunned by all his relatives. How much more do his friends avoid him? Though he pursues them with pleading, they are nowhere to be found. He who gets wisdom loves his own soul. He who cherishes understanding prospers. A false witness will not go unpunished, and he who pours out lies will perish. It is not fitting for a fool to live in luxury. How much worse for a slave to rule over princes. A man's wisdom gives, gives him patience. It is to his glory to overlook an offense. A king's rage is like the roar of a lion, but his favor is like dew on the grass. A foolish son is his father's ruin, and a quarrelsome wife is like a constant dripping. Houses and wealth are inherited from parents, but a prudent wife is from the Lord. Laziness brings on deep sleep, and the shiftless man goes hungry. He who obeys instructions guards his life. But he who is contemptuous of his ways will die. He who is kind to the poor lends to the Lord, and he will reward him for what he has done. Discipline your son, for in that there is hope. Do not be a willing party to his death. A hot-tempered man must pay the penalty. If you rescue him, you will have to do it again. Listen to the advice and accept instruction. And in the end, you'll be wise. Many are the plans in a man's heart, but it is the Lord's purpose that prevails. What a man desires is unfailing love. Better to be poor than a liar. The fear of the Lord leads to life. Then one rests content and untouched by trouble. The sluggard buries, buries his hand in the dish, and he will not even bring it back to his mouth. Flog a mocker, and the simple will learn prudence. Rebuke a discerning man, and he will gain knowledge. He who robs his father and drives out his mother is a son who brings shame and disgrace. Stop listening to instruction, my son, and you will, and you will stray from the words of knowledge. 
A corrupt witness mocks at justice, and the mouth of the wicked gulps down evil. Penalties are prepared for mockers and beatings for the backs of fools. Well, <clears throat> that was a long chapter. Uh, you know, I generally look at a chapter uh, in Scripture, or at least maybe a section, and I'm always trying to get what's the big picture first? What's the general theme? The one big message. Not there. Uh, not that there can't be many smaller subjects in objectives, but what is that theme that runs throughout the passage? Well, uh, in Proverbs here, we miss these chapter titles many times, um, like we would see in other translations. Uh, actually, the last title we have is back in verse 15. It says the Proverbs of Solomon. But the paraphrased message does give it a title. It's called, If You Quit Listening. <laughs> the term knowledge or teaching is used four times in this chapter, but it's not knowledge alone, but knowledge and teaching that is accompanied by proper godly desires or zeal. Uh, Paul Koptak uh, summarized this chapter. He said, We might therefore conclude that desire and its passions must be accompanied by wisdom's kind of knowledge, or it will be not good. Now, if we don't remember anything from Proverbs, it's hopefully we remember that in chapter 1. It's the fear of the Lord. That's, that's really the beginning of knowledge. And here in chapter 19, that fear of him is not to be overtaken by our selfish desires. And, and this is a lifelong discipline, the discipline not being driven by our desires or haste uh, or zeal, uh, at least for me. I, I suspect maybe for you as well. Uh, we get plenty of pictures of the man or the woman who's driven by their desires rather than the wisdom of God. Uh, these are given the title of sluggard, mockers, liars, scoundrel, wicked, corrupt, lazy. Well, that's some, that's some name calling, isn't it? You know, it just, life does not go well for such as these. Fools listen to and care for no one but themselves. Their desires are self-centered and self-directed. Many of these verses, uh, as you'll notice, are directed to parents. Parents instruct and correct with express goal, really, of educating our our desires and, and uh, educating our desires with knowledge. You know, the psalmist will tell us, "When we delight in the Lord, He will give you the desires of your heart." So, so really, desires are not bad, but only so when we're directed away from the knowledge of God. Uh, we can get even more clarity from looking at some New Testament writers. You know, Paul tells us those who belong to Christ Jesus have crucified the flesh with its passions and desires. The flesh is the foundation of evil desires. James, James wrote, he said, but each person is tempted when he is lured and enticed by his own desire. Did you catch that? His own desires. And, and we're lured and enticed by them. Then, and then again, back to Paul, he said, Walk by the Spirit, and you'll not gratify the desires of the flesh. And how do I know when the Spirit speaks? By knowing God's Word. Then I can recognize when He speaks to me rather than my fleshly desires. I do love that title for the message, If You Quit Listening. There really is a lot to that. First of all, we're never too old to listen and learn. We listen to our parents, we listen to the wise, and we certainly listen to the Lord. Uh, if you're maybe too old to remember this, but remember our senior year in, in high school, the, the teachers would say over and over that last year, your education is just beginning. 
It's a lifetime of learning. Don't stop now. Maybe the only thing I did remember. And secondly, we we use our God-given will to choose not to listen to ungodly desires. I, I recently watched a documentary on social media. Wow. <laughs> Very eye-opening. Every parent needs to watch it for sure. But here's what one of the founding designers said about Facebook and really about other social media platforms. He said, Facebook's product is people. The more information on people equals revenue. So translate that. They're in the market of people, and they sell the desires of people to those who will satisfy those desires. And yes, I'm on Facebook. It, it could be a product or it could be a social standing. It feeds on our desires, and it works, doesn't it? Now, I'm not sure about you, but I, I find my selfish desires are what gets in the way of really, really humbling myself before the Lord and His wisdom and, and really His knowledge. And old, old Solomon is right. When we quit listening, things don't go well for us. Social media obviously isn't all bad. We can hear about our neighbors and loved ones who are in need of prayer and help. Verse 17 said, He who is kind, <clears throat> kind to the poor lends to the Lord. See, that's what happens when we stop focusing on our, on our own desires. Father, let's just pray together. Father, we're in awe of your word. Uh, just one simple prayer today uh, for each of us. Help us to learn from you. Help us to see the selfish desires in our life that keeps us from listening to your wisdom and your spirit working in us. In Jesus' name we pray. Hey, once again, thanks for listening today. God bless you. Thank you so much for joining us today. We'll see you tomorrow as we hop back into God's Word.